This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off sniffing glue This is Cyanide again from the Geek Lost And I have Cat back again What up? And this time we're doing something a little bit different That we haven't done before um, we're going to be making up a superhero story <laughs> as lived on the spot yes. because we thought this would just be awesome and fun. So, off the cuff. Off the cuff. Like, off the cuff, baby. Neither, neither one of us thought of anything else. The only thing that was sort of planned is the name because we had a name of someone that we knew and we thought it'd be a superhero name. Oh my God. Yes. And they we actually, had so much discussion about this being a superhero and name. And they actually have like their secret identity name and a superhero name like they have both so we thought you know what let's do a superhero story yes ad-libbed so we'll see how far we get with it before it gets too dumb <laughs> or before i pee my pants so here is our superhero story so let's talk about our main character yes with a superhero name so what is his name his real name yes, or his, his superhero his name? his secret identity name. His secret identity name is Marlon Mueller. <laughs> Which is totally superhero, well, superhero secret identity name because you got the M.M. Yes. So a lot of them have that, you know, Peter Parker, Clark Kent, you know. Matt the, Murdock. Yeah, like between Marvel and DC, a lot of them both, mainly Marvel though. But mainly I think Marvel. more. I think that's, a, there's that's some a Stan in Lee DC. thing, I think. Yeah, but they, with the two letters, the same first and last name. So he's like, hey. There's the Mar- Marlon Mueller, secret identity, <laughs> and his superhero name is... Half Pint. Half Pint. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marlon Mueller <laughs> is a mild-mannered reporter <laughs> from... By day. By day. <laughs> from, where where is he from? from Where's his... From Smyrna, Tennessee. <laughs> Is that like a is that like that's is a, that that's a real place? That's a real place. Yeah. So in the story, would it be like a giant metropolis or? It would be more like um, the fuck is it where Clark Kent lives? Like a oh like um, Smallville, kind of like Smallville, where it's like a small town, but then you got Metropolis nearby, which would be Nashville. Suburb of. Yeah. Okay. So like Smyrna would be like Smallville, Nashville's like Metropolis. This is going to make you sound like a completely ignorant asshole, but are there tall buildings in Nashville? I don't know. What, what's going on in Nashville? Let's take a quick Google. Because this might, this might greatly impact what his superpowers <laughs> power look are. Like. That's a Nashville sky scrapers. So, I mean, they're probably... Okay, so there's some. There's some. This one's called Life and Casualty Tower. <laughs> and this is William R. Snodgrass. Half point. Where the fuck are you, superhero heroing? <laughs> like, oh my god. Where are, you, where are your powers tower. focused here? Life and casualty tower. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be like where your city condo is. That's probably where the bad guy lives. Is life and casualty tower because it's life and casualty. Right. Right. All right. So the balance. <laughs> Marlon Mueller lives in Smyrna, Tennessee. Nearby city of Nashville is his version of Metropolis. He discovered at a young age that he had the special superpower of social awkwardness, <laughs> which he could use to get himself out of situations that he didn't want to be in. So, like, if he was at a party 
if people were trying to talk to him and he didn't want to be there, he would just be socially awkward to them and say weird shit, and they'd leave him alone. He's <laughs> <laughs> like saving some hot chick in in the metropolis of Nashville, and they're walking down the street, and like some criminal comes up, and he mm-hmm. just gives them a deadpan stare, <laughs> and he just stares at them until they leave. <laughs> superpowers not so much for protecting people or defending against evil it's just for like self-preservation pretty much one of those like his force field of awkwardness around him he can can save a lady or two that way i'm sure well yeah i guess because if like someone's attacking the lady on the street trying to steal her purse and he comes up to them and is just like hey They step inside his force field of awkwardness and it's just like an instant ray of uncomfortableness. Uncomfortable and feeling weird. (laughs) Then they're just like, fuck this shit. And they walk away and leave. (laughs) They slowly tiptoe backwards. Yeah. They're like, alright man, I'm going. (laughs) I'm out of here. (laughs) So... By day, his job, he works in the nearby metropolis of Nashville as a conspiracy correspondent for the local newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) We really need to bring this back up. And that's what he does by day. (laughs) His giant shoes. So, at night, he just, like, walks around and, like... (laughs) Bees, 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 awkward and, well, and does awkward. How do you? How do you... <clears throat> maybe his maybe his long lived dream is to open a a store wherein all he sells is fedoras, <laughs> yes, <clears throat> and cufflinks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So that's a superhero. Um, like I guess costume would be when he goes out at night. He's wearing a suit and his fedora. And he goes around the streets. Which which, which in nature is sort of awkward because, <laughs> you know, um, w- with a lack of self-confidence, walking around in a fedora looks more awkward than shit. Are we the meanest people ever? We are the meanest people ever. People ever. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so what's his kryptonite? His kryptonite is women who are forward and up front when they talk to him. Because his social awkwardness 
he can't make them uncomfortable because they just keep trying to fight through his force field by being straightforward and talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) And he doesn't know how to handle that, so then he just gets more socially awkward and retreats within himself. And then that's when his force field actually, like, physically comes up, and it's like a shell. Oh, I just have this, like, vision of, 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 of poor Half-Pint, like, walking, walking the docks, like, looking at his feet, looking down, like, touching the brim of his fedora, all sad, like, that girl was too confident for me. I don't know how I, I don't know how I get, how do I save people if I, if I can't do it? (laughs) Yeah, that's, I just, that was my, that was my vision, I envisioned the villain. No, look at how awkward we're getting. (laughs) It's contagious. That's his superpower. (laughs) It makes everyone else around him socially awkward. Yes. Or you can't even think of stuff and there's just the long pauses and the awkward high. (laughs) So, like, can you imagine walking into, like, a big drug den Mm. and everybody's like, it's like a real biker bar and they're all, like, bashing each other on the head and he walks in and it's just, like, this (laughs) ray or force field of, like, suddenly everybody's, like, you know, checking their, like, tucked-in shirts <laughs> yeah. and playing with their hair and, like, checking to make sure they don't have boogers because they're <laughs> yeah. feeling super awkward all of a sudden. We're, we're They're in, like, each other's personal space, so they're backing away a little bit. <laughs> and, you know, making sure they stayed an arm length away. They don't really want to get too close and be awkward that way, and they don't really know what to say anymore. So they're not, like, you know, being, like, aggressive to each other. They're just kind of like, oh... Sorry, uh, yeah, I guess I'll go kind of thing. <laughs> and that's how he breaks up drug dance. Excellent. And biker bars and shit. So I guess it is more of like a superpower because it's not, you know, he can project it outward. Excellent. And then maybe he Maybe like, the more awkward he feels, yeah, maybe he doesn't walk power. around on the docks feeling sad. He walks in and it's like a fucking ray gun <laughs> yeah. of awkwardness that he exudes out onto the people <laughs> around him. Maybe it has to, like, build up to a point where it just gets, like, more and more awkward, and then he just has to release it like a nuclear blast. Oh, so he recharges it, like, speed dating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes to a speed dating session, and it slowly builds up his social awkwardness, and then it gets to a point where, like, he can go out and, like, shoot it off like a big blast. Oh my god, I love gross. the story development. We're getting somewhere. <laughs> We're getting somewhere, half point. <laughs> so he, like, projects it out like a big wave. And then he's, like, drained, so he has to go back and, like, build it up again. Like, go to the grocery store and talk to cashiers and then <laughs> yeah. follow it up with having to talk to baristas at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. And then follow that up with having to stand in line at the bank while people are staring mm-hmm. at him and stuff. Or have to, like, go return something to a store and explain, like, that he bought the wrong thing <laughs> and, and stand bring it in back. line at customer service while people yeah. are giving him the stink eye. Yeah. And then he starts getting, like grilled about why he's returning his weird lampshade because <laughs> what could possibly be wrong with a lampshade exactly and so the villain lives at life and casualty tower in nashville who's the villain in the story i guess that that'd be beaver would he be could the be. villain i could see him being the <laughs> antagonist of the story Evil Dr. D-Brew. Evil Dr. D-Brew. <laughs> I love it. Living at the life and casualty tower. <laughs> ruling hench- the world of Nashville. With his henchman Dave and Corey. 
his henchmen. Do you hear that? <laughs> Producer Dave and Corey, you guys are henchmen official. Mm-hmm. I love it. Evil Dr. Deeper. Evil Dr. Deeper. It gets better every time you say it. With his, like, lab coat and goggles and... He's, like, working on experiments to try and make people... But I feel like he'd be super fierce. Like, he'd have, like, really stylish, like, dress shirt underneath and like expensive Italian shoes. Like Doctor Doom. Yeah, just, he's like, stylish. stylish and evil and... Or, like, Kingpin, where he's got, like, a suit and he's all, like, done up and shit. And his walking cane. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he'd, like, get out of his lab coat where he's conducting fucked up evil experiments <laughs> and, like, you know, yeah... Have, like, a double-breasted pinstripe suit that he just looks fucking awesome in. <laughs> evil Dr. Deeper. <laughs> and so... Reporting for evil. <laughs> what he's working on is some kind of serum that gives people more confidence and charisma to try and eliminate the social awkwardness. So then he can help control them because he's, like... Like, how Hitler was a great talker. <laughs> That's the best I could think of, where he, like, controlled all the masses and stuff. So he's trying to, like, make that serum. Make people happier and more confident. So or, like, or can... maybe to use on himself, so he could be evil. But he's evil Dr. Deeper, who's stylish. I don't yeah, think but, but sometimes they need to be more evil. And more confident. Yeah, because he always can get more money and more power. There's always more, and that's usually well, what Well, maybe it's all want. his henchmen that need to be more confident, so that they can, like, simply conquer... Half point by looking in his direction <laughs> with all of their confidence. With one of those like blue steel look from the Zoolander, <laughs> and that's what takes them down. <laughs> Make all of Nashville super confident, so Half Point has nowhere to go. That's his big evil plan. <laughs> so that culminates in like some big fight that spills over to Smyrna. <laughs> This is a place. <laughs> Smyrna. What's the population? Well, a little, a little less people. than has. A little less than has. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> a little, a little less than half. <laughs> None of those are words. I can't talk. I've been laughing too much. <laughs> so then it spills over from Nashville into Smyrna. So I guess this is Nashville up here. Oh, it could have been like Chattanooga. <laughs> Which I've heard of, and I have not heard of Smyrna. <laughs> so, like, their big fight spills over, and Half Pint has to build up his social awkwardness. So he straps on his big fedora and his suit. He should have, like, some special weapons. Like, what would special Pens. weapons be? <laughs> <laughs> his microphone from being a conspiracy Like, auto-tune microphone? Because who doesn't feel more confident yeah. than when they're filtering their voice through auto-tune? So, because he's a conspiracy correspondent, he uses his auto-tune microphone when he's interviewing people. <laughs> but it gives him, like, his social awkwardness powers that he uses to, like cast out to other people and that's kind of like how he channels it so when he's interviewing people he's absorbing the awkwardness through the microphone into his system so he has to go out and fight and talk to interview people with his social awkwardness and for those of you who want to know what Marlon Miller looks like just think about Michael Pitt from such cinematic works is Murder by Numbers mm-hmm. and Hannibal, the TV series. Yeah. He's like a small one of him. 
Yes. <laughs> a small, young Michael Pitt. Yeah. So that's how he builds up his powers, is through his awkward microphone and absorbs it all. And so he knows that <clears throat> evil Dr. Debrew is trying to control the world with charisma. <laughs> with charisma and confidence. <laughs> so it should be like, is it like a spray or is it like something that he's going to put in like the water system I or think something? The serum for himself is like a breast spray because he can be sneaky with it and just kind of keep it in a suit pocket. You and you're sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> well, because no one's going to think that it's your breast spray, right? Because then it gives him confidence because then as he's Could talking, the, oh, the breast good one. spray like kind of mists into yeah. the air. Yeah, exactly. So people smell his evil breath and they're like, oh my god, I feel more confident. <laughs> and then to kind of get it out to the rest of the population, I imagine he's probably putting it in the water supply because that's what most villains do is put things in the water supply. Or maybe it's like in um, <laughs> Spider-Man movie where he was going to atomize it over the whole city. So maybe he's working on a big atomizer that like airs it Puts it in the air. Or crop dusters. I was going to say crop dusters. That'd be a little unusual to see in a metropolis type setting, though. But because there's the nearby small towns, you can get the crop dusters from the farms. Can they fly up that high? But it doesn't have to be that high, because he just has to be, like, through parts of the city. It doesn't have to necessarily be over... Well, I imagine they'd be able to fly higher than skyscrapers. Mm-hmm. I've never, dri- I've never <laughs> driven a crop a, a oh, duster. You, oh, you haven't? <laughs> a crop duster. You didn't come when we had crop duster camp. <laughs> no, I guess I missed that one. I was too busy being awesome watching dirty movies on Showcase. <laughs> so he has to fill up the crop dusters with serum, and that's how he's going to spray it over, like, Nashville. So, so like, where's the last stand? Where do these two Where do these That's two why villains? I think it spills out back into Smyrna, because he's coming to get the crop dusters. From mm. a small town with his henchmen. And half pints, like, awkwarding people out of <laughs> flying because they feel too self conscious. <laughs> yeah. Like, they haven't updated their licensing they're in not a long sure time. If they're going to be able to, like, handle all the controls and everything. Second guessing yeah. that they filled their tanks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's how he's kind of getting, like, the pilots away. So then Evil Dr. Deaver's like, what the fuck's going on down there? He grabs his henchman, Corey and Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and they go to the small farm. I don't even know if there's fucking farms there, but whatever, right? We're it's assuming. Southern, it's the southern United States. I just assume there's farms in every small town. Because we're whatever. We're just being <laughs> ignorant assholes with, you know, we can't look everything up in Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just gotta go with the flow and not spend your life Googling while you're coming up with stories. Right? <laughs> so, he goes to Smyrna. With the, with doc, with evil Doctor Debrew goes to Smyrna with his henchman Corey and Dave. <laughs> it was like turning into like the story about an obnoxious, <laughs> which fits because they're like obnoxious and half point socially awkward. Excellent. Now we have the name of the comic book. <laughs> the comic was a lot obnoxious. That's the name of their evil organization is a lot obnoxious. Yes. Because they're fighting half point people social awkwardness. <laughs> his he's not evil. He's good. His good social. Well, yeah, but the evil people are trying to fight. Gotcha. Social awkwardness. Evil versus socially awkward. <laughs> <laughs> and cunning. So it spills over into Smyrna because he's gonna go try and figure out what's going on. Why his co- crop dusters aren't coming into town? <laughs> his crop dusters aren't in the area. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we have to go investigate. Come on, henchman Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, you're riding with me. <laughs> and he gets on his little like motorcycle at the sidecar. 
awkward producer Jason the sidecar with his little helmet on, and Corey's on the back hugging him on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> Tell the crop dusters. <laughs> I see Smurf ahead. <laughs> so fucking good. So then, Half Bike knows they're coming, so he's trying to build up his social awkwardness. So he's going around and talking to, like, every chick he can find in town. And to, like, you know, the cashiers and the baristas. And... To happy hour at that ladies' bar. <laughs> yeah. So he's got his microphone and he's sticking, to the bank. He's sticking it in their faces. And they're like, why the fuck are you recording this? And he's like, because I'm a conspiracy correspondent. And he needs his microphone to absorb the awkwardness. So he's just building it up. It's building up inside him. So then finally... And D-Brew rolls up. Evil Dr. D-Brew rolls up. With his henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could draw. <laughs> I wish I could draw better. <laughs> I'll clip art it up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they roll up. And then Half Pint's standing there in the field where all the crop dusters are. And he's kind of like, you know, you're, you're not taking them. You're not going kind of thing. So it turns into a big showdown with them. So he's got all his socially awkwardness power built up the spritz the fedora <laughs> yeah. the, the breath spray the Bad. awkward the the weird looks and the confident looks and the, the looking handsome versus the looking less handsome <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> i just got going and couldn't stop myself <laughs> so this is a big fight big rumble in the cornfields. <laughs> but really keep in mind there's not any actual like hitting really happening because <laughs> no. it's just like breath spray, 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 spray and and fedoraing <laughs> just moving his hat around and like <laughs> adjusting his tie. Fidgeting. Then <laughs> <laughs> the henchmen are like looking handsome and like, you know, putting their hands on their hips, like <laughs> you know, look at our fucking confidence. <laughs> so really it's like a mental battle yeah we could draw the battles in their heads <laughs> exactly. what's actually going on and then it gets to the point where half finds like you know what fuck this and he uses all his socially awkwardness and he's got it all built up and he just lets off this giant nuclear blast of socially awkwardness that like is this big shockwave goes out across smyrna all the way up into nashville <laughs> and <laughs> makes everyone super socially awkward but it knocks back Evil Dr. Deeper and his henchmen. Into, like, whiny little bitches. Yeah, and they're all, like, fidgeting disheveled and nervous. And, and afraid of their their women finding out that they <laughs> yeah. are epic, epic failures. <laughs> so then they get back on their motorcycle, and they're like, oh! Shaking their fist to half pint, like, we'll get you! Driving the speed limit, <laughs> feeling yeah. self-conscious about radar, radar zones and shit. Yeah. And Marlon Miller, as half pint, <laughs> reigns victorious. Saves the day. Fuck yeah. <laughs> this is so good. Yeah, yes, you're amazing. <laughs> this turned out more awesome than I could have imagined. <laughs> Likewise, I had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Well, it actually worked out pretty good, I think, for an ad lived superhero story. I'm proud of us. <laughs> if only we had somebody who's super fast and awesome at illustrating yeah. comics so that we could totally draw it. <laughs> Start a Kickstarter for it. <laughs> well, he wanted to do some, there was going to be some show called Half Point versus the World it was going to be like some podcast so that could be the comic. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, so good. Uh, well, thanks again for being a part of this you awesome adventure. And where can they find you online for all your superhero adventures? At Caddy Free on Twitter and Art by Cat Free on Instagram. And as usual, you can find me at Little Geek Lost pretty much anywhere if you search that. LittleGeekLost.com, Stitchers, Stitcher, iTunes. Find my podcast, find my website. You'll find me. And I will talk to you next time.